Uh, let's go off top. Off top. Oh, I come with the elbow. Elbow, right? Well, like Ooh. getting on the smacking his belly, about to jump off the rope. With race. <laughs> this race is WWF. All right. <laughs> Your guy. Off top. Uh, one thing. Let's start. Off top. We'll start with something that's important. Uh, D put it in the text chain today. He asked a question of uh, how we were going to uh, plan to go out and vote. Um, and I thought initially, because I, I asked after, I was like, yo, are we voting by mail or are we going to vote? She said she didn't trust that she was going to go vote, which just totally left me out of it, which is just, that's how that person is. Um, so it hit me that, you know what? And uh, the real reason that the fear is Kelsey and not keeping her hands to herself. Because we usually go vote as a family so the kids can watch us vote so they can get used to it and know that it's something important that they need to do moving forward. Uh, for the people that say political, vote anyway. It's better for you, especially if you're of this hue. Uh, safer, probably. And I know not to say the Democrats are doing the stuff they need to do for us. And I'm not telling you how to vote. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it hit me that, Ryan, that I was thinking that, you know what, I was probably going to go vote in person. Usually uh, we vote early and we drive over to Olive Harvey. Um, there Usually there's not really any long lines in there. Uh, people kind of know us uh, up in there a little bit. So I think I'm, I, I will vote in person. So I want to know how did you plan on voting? Yeah, when D sent that question, I was thinking about it. I'll probably go early voting, I think. I, I don't want to do it election day because just mm -hmm. thinking that there's going to be a lot of people and that just doesn't feel safe. So definitely got to do it beforehand. But I think, uh, I think I'm going to go for early voting because I guess if you're going to do mail-in, you pretty much have to commit like now right. because, I mean, conspiracy theorists or not or whatever is going on, like you just don't want to take that chance, right? Right, right. I feel though out there you're probably going to have ushers just whisking you through the lines in the city, you know, since they think they know what the way that vote's going to go. They're going to have the lecture judges not showing up that day. <laughs> it's going to be open. <laughs> Like, man, what's going on? <laughs> like, long Are you lines. sure you want to vote? Right, <laughs> long lines. Um, it's a pandemic. You should probably just go home. Exactly. Uh, I wonder also about the places that are the, the, these um, uh, um, stadiums or arenas or these, these places where concerts are being held that are going to be turned into voting centers. Man, I wonder how that's going to go, especially with the pandemic situation. I wonder, especially since you haven't seen anything like that, I wonder what type of safety protocols they're going to have in place to kind of keep people separated in a closed environment. Since we know some sports uh, are allowing fans in to a certain capacity, but those sports are outdoors. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see indoors how they go about doing it. But yeah, I think I'm a mask up, gloves up, same with the kids. Uh, drive over there, man, and put my vote in real quick. Bounce out. So you guys are not going to break tradition like – because you could have one parent go. That's what I'm saying. Maybe one of us go. No, nah, we probably still. Cause she, you wouldn't have the visual factor you talked about, though, if you do yeah. it that way. I mean, I thought about what you're saying. That All right, all right you go. Come sit in the car with the kids. I go. Um, but it was also just like, you know what? She's getting a little better. I'll, have her, I'll just have her with me. Uh, she listens a little bit more to me. Um, I'll have Kelsey right next door, right, right next to me. Like, you better not touch nothing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> You better not touch a damn thing. Uh, so, I mean, you think how many people are coming and going in there and, and touching everything. 
Uh, but yeah, I'll just probably do that and uh, try to get it done as soon as possible. I'm getting like visions, like she touches something and it rigs the election for Trump, like the uh, whole thing. <laughs> on, my, on my child, you're gonna put that on my poor child. Damn you! <laughs> She's the one! Exactly, living in shame for the rest of her days. Oh man, don't put that on my baby. I'm not going to put that. Well, she can't rig the election for him. She Come could. on. She could. But, uh. <laughs> she can do anything. <laughs> she could be president. Oh, uh, I got another. I got another off top. Off top? Uh, did you turn on the television yesterday and see the dreadheaded cowboy uh, galloping down to Dan Ryan as a, a Keep Kids Alive protest? He was surrounded by motor, uh, motorcycle bikers who protected him and the horse. Uh, he actually showed the clip where he got on the ramp and he's like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Right. Cause they kind of set the lane for him to come in and he, he, he gall- gets the horse to get he galleon up. Uh, but yeah, he ended up, they ended up taking the horse. The horse is at some shelter getting uh, provided care. I don't know if they're going to return the horse to him, uh, but he was out there for, for keep the kids, uh, keep kids, uh, uh, kids lives matter is what he was out there for. So it was a pretty good cause. Uh, the reason why the brother was out there, Hopefully he gets his horse back and the horse is, is, is fine. I wonder how that horse's hooves felt, though, on that, that, that concrete. Even though I know he rides on the concrete all the time, but still that galloping on that concrete, I was like, man, I, I, I feel sorry for that, that poor beast of bird. Did your, uh, did your knee start aching when oh. you saw that? <laughs> oh. But, yeah, it was, just, uh, it was definitely Wait, I, I'm confused. Why this? is the horse being involved in this? Because he's the dreadheaded cowboy. You can't be a cowboy without a horse. Unless you're like... On that concrete? Bon Jovi. Unless you're like Bon Jovi. Oh, God. Horse you ride. I don't know if you know that he's in the club with JT and Ellen, by the way. Really? Yeah. Why is, why is Bon Jovi... Oh, my God. If Dead could, or alive. Yeah. The cliche, terrible pop, whatever. I don't even... What genre is he? Hair metal, maybe that was hair metal. My God, like, that was hair metal. It was like hair metal with like a twinge of Bruce Springsteen's work aesthetic. I, I feel like because <laughs> it was different. It wasn't pure hair metal, because but it was still like that glitzy. It was hair metal. Like, you look at him, and Rick, yeah, he had it for sure. It was hair metal for sure. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, one thing I always remember with him, he was at some wedding, and I guess like. The band started playing that, like, halfway there, give it a prayer or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. And he, like, was kind of going into singing. He, like, rolls his eyes. Like, he's just, like, so anti-singing it. It's just like, come Uh, on, man. What are you here for? Right? Yeah. Like, uh, you can't just sing a one song at a wedding. Like, you're not the band. Relax. Like, but, exactly like. But think about how much he gets paid to perform. Right. You can't sing once like, at a wedding. You never, like, you're never at a wedding and the surgeon's there and somebody's like, needs an appendectomy. And you'd be like, you just can't do it for the free surgeon here. <laughs> <laughs> Really? But the you surgeon, if he was needed, would probably act. Bon Jovi will not act when needed. Ooh, you didn't. We know did that. You, did you? Hey. Did you read his writer? 
Did you provide him with what he needs to perform? There's a certain level to Bon Jovi, all right? You just don't come out willy-nilly and start singing yeah. these hits, all right? You right. have to be prepared. I need someone to write these for me, you idiot. <laughs> I can't just go up there and sing something I don't know. Oh. No way. You're... I'm Listen, I know you didn't my see. Haters. I know you didn't see uh, Patty Lavelle versus Gladys Knight's versus, correct? Right. But one of the things was Patty kept asking, like, "Where's the lyrics at?" He was like, "These songs are old. Where's my lyrics? When y'all gonna put the lyrics up there?" Dion Ward came out and kind of said the same thing. I'm sure, being the diva that he is, Bon Jovi feels the exact same way. Like, wait. Where's the lyric? Like, you got to have this right. You just can't just have it. And then it's going to go viral. Oh, my God. He doesn't know the words. All right. He, he Listen, he may, have been, he may have been a little lit, too. So now he's up there slushing. He's the owner of a arena football team. I don't even still know if he owns that arena football team. I know he's been trying to get ownership in the NFL for a long period of time. Look, if you're Beyonce, I get that. You got a lot to lose. You're bon Jovi, that, I mean, the bar is down to Beyonce's ankle if you're Bon Jovi. You're just tripping over him, if anything. Like, no he's got nothing to lose. No nothing. Oh, no oh, the good name of Bon Jovi. No, no. You, you don't sully that name, sir. The good name that also he slapped on his band. Hey, we're going to name this band. I got it. Bon Jovi. Myself. <laughs> I think my name is Fly. Oh, my God. Richie no, Sandor, you go sit your ass down. All I know is, this world ends, you can't count on him to perform. Mm. He's going to let all of us down. Mm, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. But I'm, I'm going to give him some leeway. Uh, and the last, the last off top. Off top? Ryan hit me with this. I had been doing some work um, before we came on. Uh, the Bulls have announced their new head coach. I thought, of course, we, we were thinking in a group, it was going to be West Sunset Jr., the son of the greatest outlet passer ever in the NBA, at Hall of Famer Wes Unsell. Also, wow, that sounds like a bull right there. Also the middle name of one Kevin uh, Wes Love because his father and Wes Unsell were teammates. Um, it's Billy Donovan, former uh, Florida coach, also a now former coach of the OKC Thunder. Um, this is the first time since Scott Skiles that the Bulls have hired a coach with previous coaching experience, um, I want to say maybe in our lifetime, because I don't think Doug Collins, Doug, Doug Collins was in a head coach prior to being up. I don't believe so. And, if he uh, was, it wasn't in the NBA. It, That's for it, sure. was, it was very briefly. And his, also remember, his coaching, his NBA career was cut short uh, because of, uh, I think, knees or ankles. I think his knee. Uh, but I don't think Doug Collins was. We know Phil Jackson wasn't. Um, so, so on and so forth. This is, they, they went out and got one of the, the, as a candidate, one of the better head coaches out on the market. Now, I don't necessarily know if that's going to work, but also it kind of says something to uh, Arturis Karniasovas from the fact of you thought he would go to, to home, to Denver, and get someone who's worked with, and he went and got someone that, as far as we know, that he hasn't worked with whatsoever, but has proven himself, and particularly this year, how well of a coach he can be. Some people can say that was Chris Paul, but how well of a coach he is with the OKC team that wasn't supposed to sniff the playoffs uh, in the West and uh, made it into the bubble. And, uh, you know, they, 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 they shook a few things uh, against – took Houston deeper than what we necessarily expected. So, um, listen, I will go into it more later, but I, from this point, I'll say shout-out to the Bulls. And, I mean – 
again, Kevin Durant may not like this. Remember his burner account, some of the stuff he had to say about Billy Donovan's coaching uh, that, that first year that he was there before he, he bounced to go to the Golden State. But, uh, man, Billy Donovan's there. So I know we'll dive into it deeper, but what were your thoughts when you first saw that? Yeah, I was pretty surprised. Um, one, I guess mainly on Billy's side right now, he must really see something in this Bulls team for him to come here because we talked about this as soon as he left OKC in our text chain. Mm-hmm. And I think I even asked the group, does it make sense for him to come to the Bulls? And a lot of people felt, well, he's not going to go to a rebuild because that's why he's leaving OKC. And we think for sure the Bulls are still in a rebuild. I mean, the East is bad enough that they can get into the playoffs if everything's working and they increase the talent a little bit more. But that's not competing at the same time, too. So he must have really liked what the Bulls were presenting. He must feel that there's enough talent here where he can really get this team at a high-level, playoff level right away. And they are about to add at least one major asset in the number four pick in the draft. Yeah, I totally agree. And again, we'll we'll dive further into it uh, later on the show, but good gift for the Bulls. All right, I'm going to switch off, uh, do a little bit more Bulls discussion, but also jump into this last Bears game against the Giants. Uh, Listen, it's a tale of two halves, which seems like that's how the season's going to be. And also talk about the upcoming game versus the Falcons when the Bears are going to get their asses blown out that day of the show. (laughs) 